Well, the whingers and the whiners have, uh, have got plenty to keep them busy when it comes to roadworks around Adelaide at the moment, don't they? But the reality is it's short-term pain for long-term gain. We've got to look at the big picture. We've also got to remember the jobs such projects create and the long-term benefits to motorists when the new roads are all up and running. Now, one such project, of course, is the Northern Connector. So let's have a look at uh, what it's all about. Joining us uh, now is Paul Commode uh, from the Department of uh, Planning, Transport and Infrastructure. G'day, Paul. Good afternoon. Thanks for coming in. We've got Tim Cornish on the phone, who's uh, with uh, Leasehold, which is the, the, the major uh, contract uh, company. G'day, Tim. Hi, Alan. How are you? And we've got uh, Dion Marshall, uh, who's uh, just started work. He's a former Holden worker. So this is a, a classic example of uh, a new uh, operation creating new employment. Uh, how are you, Dion? Good, thank you. How are you? Thanks for coming in. Good, mate. Um, listen, first up, Paul, I'll get you to explain the Northern Connector. We all know about what's happening down south. This is out north. Can you explain what the project actually is? Absolutely. And the south and the north, actually, long term, it's part of our goal to join them all up together and have a, a complete north-south corridor, which we have some bits that we'll need to fill in between times, but that would get us from Gawler all the way through to Port Norlunga in one continuous thing. And this Northern Connector is a major part of that. So this is going to link up from the Northern Expressway through to the Port Road Superway and the South Road Superway. Um, so that's 15.5 kilometres we're doing in one lot. So it's a, a major kind of part of that North-South Corridor. And what that's going to mean when it's finished is you'll be able to have an unimpeded trip from Gawler all the way through to Regency Park. Uh, via the Northern Expressway and the South Road Superway, or from Gawler to Port Adelaide uh, via the Northern Expressway and the Port River Superway. Um, so you can imagine the benefits that's going to be for mm. people going from Adelaide or from Port Adelaide through to the northern suburbs, through to beyond there to Gawler, to the Riverland. Um, and what we'll find to Port Wakefield Road, as anyone who's travelled on that would know, has an enormous amount of heavy vehicles on that. Um, quite a few of Adelaide's most... Um, sort of heavily uh, uh, the intersections that have the most heavy vehicles going through them are on Port Wakefield Road. Right. So and this, this will this alleviate will that. Alleviate that. Mm. So instead of using Port Wakefield Road to get to Port Adelaide or to get out to the northern suburbs, we'll find people going on the northern connector. That's going to have really good benefits for freight productivity for people uh, needing to use that, but also for people on Port Wakefield Road. There's mm. going to be safety benefits by not having as many heavy vehicles on there um, and also just for the general amenity traffic flow through there. It's going to be fantastic. Um, you talked about jobs beforehand. There's around 480 full-time jobs per year on construction for this and there's some very strong local job targets which Tim can talk to later on. Um, as we said, major component of the north-south corridor project and um we're using wherever we can local people to do the jobs and local products to to get it done so where are we at with it at the moment uh, what stage are we at so we're still in the early stages we've done most of the or we've done a lot of the major excavation earthworks that need to be done uh anyone who's been down around um the uh, southern end so around wingfield of it will see that we've got some uh, piling works going for the right. major bridges there so mm -hmm. that'll be there's four major interchanges, that's one of them, so there's a real visual sign that the things are going, um, progressing along nicely. But the, as you can imagine, 15 and a half kilometres, it's a, um, a significant amount it's of... It's a fair old of road, <laughs> isn't it? needs to yeah. be, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, for things to be... And how many, how many lanes is going to be both ways? So it'll be three lanes both ways. Mm -hmm. um, no traffic lights, so it's going to be a really quick, easy ride through there. Um, yeah, for heavy vehicles, for other people who want to get out as I said, from Port Adelaide or from the city through to uh, the northern suburbs, through to the Bross or the Riverland, wherever they're going there. Hey, listen, Paul's called in uh, from Ottawa. G'day, Paul. Uh, hello, how are you today? 
Good, good. You got a got a comment? Yes. Uh, we got on the run and the White Horse Inn. We have road trains pulling out from there and sending right heading towards the city. Is there going to be a different avenue for them so they don't come out onto the Fort Wakefield Road? I'm just. Um you have to find me struggling to exactly picture where you're talking about, but certainly the intent of this project is to take those heavy vehicles off of Port Wakefield Road and and put them onto the Northern Connector. We'll have four major interchanges, so uh, with the Northern Expressway at the Waterloo Corner, there'll be one at Bolivar and one at the South Road Superway, so um, they're the main access points for people to get onto the Northern Connector, but yeah, as I said, certainly the intent is that this is going to provide heavy vehicles with a much quicker better way to get where they need to go mm-hmm. and obviously I would predict that uh, they'll take that up rather than using Port Wakefield Road. Yeah, well I mean if it's going to make their trip faster and uh, more economic because of there's no traffic lights there's an advantage for a start, isn't it? Absolutely. A huge, Absolutely. A huge incentive for them to use it. Um, uh, so how long is the project going to take, Paul? So it's due for completion late, uh, late 2019, so December 29 and as we sit here now, everything's going on target, going well. So that's the date we're working towards and mm-hmm. doing everything we can to meet that target. And has it sort of been coordinated that the whole thing will all finish at one time or is it going to be, you know... There will a, be a some stages steps. that... Yep. Yeah, but the full project completed by December 2019. Now, the other thing too is um, it's going to be concrete rather than asphalt. Now, that's, this is a big step, isn't it? That's right. So that's... Um, 13 and a half roughly k's of the of the road will be concrete rather than asphalt and the main reasons for doing that there's a couple of main reasons one is it does inject around another 11 million dollars worth of direct investment into south or from south australia for this project creates around 40 full-time jobs so that's a real economic benefit for the local community there but we also find that for you know a relatively small upfront extra cost over asphalt the um, the ongoing maintenance costs of it are dramatically less. It's um, around half of the ongoing cost. So it'll be more durable, it'll last longer, and it'll cost less to maintain for the life of the road. So really good benefits going forward as well so as gr- during... A greater outlay in the first instance, but it'll yeah, pay for itself over time. pay for itself many times over in the short term. Um, interestingly, if anyone's gone out there, we're actually making the concrete on site. There's been a batch plant that's been uh, moved in and over four days that was that was brought to the Northern Connector site office, um, installed on site, and we're going through just testing and commissioning of that now. So um, hopefully around the first end of the first quarter next year, we'll start laying the first concrete roads made... Uh, from concrete built on site, which is a fantastic thing. That allows us then to really have that real quality control. And as you can imagine, there's an enormous amount of concrete we're going to need. It's yeah, absolutely. around 170,000 uh, cubic metres, I believe. And wow. I was doing that's a bit of research on the way. I think an Olympic-sized swimming pool is about 25,000, so it's uh, many, many times over well, that. How thick is it going to be, do you know? I don't know the exact thickness of it, but, yeah, that's, as I said, 160,000, 170,000 cubic metres of concrete for the road, so that's a lot. Because so. it's interesting, isn't it, because uh, in the States they use a lot of concrete roads. Uh, they don't, you know, bitumen's not mm. just the standard uh, over there, is it? That's like right. Like it is here. Yeah. So, yeah, we're... You know, as I said, the the main reasons for doing it, that ongoing maintenance cost and also the extra jobs and extra investment that doing it this way is going to allow us to do through the project. Mm. Let's uh, call in uh, uh, Tim Cornish, who uh, is uh, working on the project uh, for Lendlease. How are you, Tim? Very well, thanks, Alan. You, sir? Do you know how thick this concrete is going to be? 
I don't, Alan. Don't, I, okay. I, no. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to the bottom of it. Hey, listen, um, this is uh, one project uh, that uh, your company is uh, heavily involved with. Uh, what's it mean for you guys? So when Lendlease was awarded the uh, the contract to deliver the Northern Connector project, one of the things that we really identified uh, was local jobs for local people to deliver this project. Um, we uh, looked to establish a platform at Waterloo Corner on the site, out at uh, the, the North Hub um, site. And out at the, the project site, we established the North Hub facility, which is an on-site uh, training platform and employment platform uh, for vocational education and training and other service providers to meet on-site with industry partners and subcontractors to create employment and stimulate um, local, local jobs for local people on the project. Um, so as a part of that, we developed an employment development team at North Hub. And North Hub's a very unique setup where we have services on-site that provide HR support and training support, recruitment support, and also pastoral support to those workers joining us on the project. Um, and we've got some very um, high targets around employment of local people and also a number of target groups, uh, people coming onto the job, uh, that we want to contribute to, to local employment stimulation for the people of the Northern Adelaide area. So one of the unique things about this is not everyone, you know, of those 480-odd jobs or, you know, 500, they're not all fully 100% qualified, ready to go, you know, hit, hit, hit the ground with, the, with their feet running, so to speak. You're actually willing to uh, take them on and, and get them up to speed in your own time. Yeah, that's correct. A part of our uh, contractual obligation and a part of our social sustainability drive is to bring people onto the job who might not have otherwise gained that sort of opportunity. So we've got a number of employment targets which include people coming out of Holdens and other displaced automotive workers. Uh, we work very closely with local uh, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander groups to, to attract Aboriginal people to contribute to the project and also other people with um, barriers to employment and that includes people who may be long-term unemployed or who have been a, a registered job seeker um, and a part of North Hub's uh, commitment is to bring those people onto the job, provide them with the required training and upskilling to make them a, a very safe and a productive worker to contribute to the project uh, and to see them flourish and, and assist Lendlease to, to deliver the project. So does that mean, Tim, if I want to apply, I don't have to necessarily have to have had uh, experience in, in this sector? No, that's correct. Um, so a part of the, the engagement process is we've got a, a North Hub website. Uh, we've also got a, our team has a, a very strong community presence uh, in the Northern Adelaide area. And uh, yeah, we encourage people seeking opportunity uh, to, to review our website and, and log an application. Listen, while we're talking about it, what is your website? It's uh, www.northhub.sa.gov.au. Okay, nice and easy. Uh, thanks. Uh, stay with us, Tim. In no a minute, uh, we'll, uh, we'll have a chat to a gentleman who has uh, found this uh, as part of a new career after uh, a fairly extensive and uh, successful career at Holden's. That's coming up. And we're talking about uh, one of the many very big infrastructure projects that are underway uh, around South Australia at the moment, uh, the Northern Connector Project, uh, which is an enormous uh, uh, program. Uh, create about uh, 480 to 500 jobs uh, just uh, immediately, but uh, probably a few more around the edges as well, because we have to keep in mind, uh, we can uh, put this to Tim Cornish, uh, who's uh, with Lendlease. Tim, it's not just the direct jobs that you actually uh, create with a project like this, it's the support jobs as well for a lot of your suppliers? 
Yeah, that's right, Alan. So we, we've engaged a, a great number of uh, industry partners and, and subcontractors and suppliers who are uh, contributing um, support to the project to Landlace. Um, and, and with those, um, with those support requirements, we, uh, we have the same management responsibilities to pass on our target group employment objectives to the supply chain and uh, subcontractors. So uh, not only Lendlease is striving to achieve a number of these employment objectives, but we're really pushing that down the chain uh, to, to, to both suppliers and subcontractors. Mm, yeah, fantastic stuff. Uh, joining us uh, also is Dion Marshall. Uh, now, Dion, you're a classic example of uh, how this uh, project has given you a completely new opportunity. You were at Holden's for how long? 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. Okay. And now you're a safety officer at Lendlease. Correct. Yeah. So how did this all uh, un- unravel for you? So obviously, uh, like you were saying, I did my 20 years at Holden's. Uh, majority of that time was in the actual quality department. And uh, when the announcement happened in 2013, it was a really good opportunity for me to uh, stop and obviously think about mm. my plans going forward and what I wanted to do as uh, in my career aspect. So I, uh, yeah, obviously chose safety and went back to TAFE uh, and studied for the next three years. In the last year of Holden's, uh, our safety advisor actually left, so I was very fortunate enough through the senior leadership team at Holden's to give me that opportunity to actually do the role, Okay, yeah. which put me in a good step going forward. So that's what that uh, process was about. And uh, like I was saying, I was finished studying in probably about a month before Holden's closed up and uh, applied for the job. And obviously very fortunate enough to... Uh, be successful and yeah it's just been amazing so i was so this is a whole new chapter of, uh, of a whole your new career chapter is about to yeah so, about to begin yeah you know it was very uh daunting obviously and very uh it was very anxious to start in a new field but uh you know from day dot uh the lindley's i guess organization the people the culture has just been fantastic fantastic support so uh I've actually been, I guess, assigned a mentor. So, uh, yeah, I'm buddied up with him. That uh, He's nothing but helpful advice, information. So it's me asking him those, mm. you know, repeat questions like 100 times a day. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's just been the whole experience has just been unbelievably successful and very fortunate. And it does show that, uh, you know, when you're given that opportunity, as mm. you were when uh, the announcement was first made, you're given the opportunity to actually decide what you wanted to do and yeah. start heading in that direction. Yep. You're pretty silly not to take up that offer, aren't you? Without a doubt, you know, pretty much from the get-go in 2013, I uh, enrolled in TAFE SA and, uh, you know, started on a basic level and, uh, yeah, was, uh, was able to uh, fulfil my studies mm. In that uh, in that time frame that I set myself, so yeah, very fortunate. So, what's this done to you personally? Okay, we talk professionally. What's mm. it done to you personally uh, for your personal life? Oh, look, you know, this was without a doubt the biggest change in my life. Mm. Uh, you know, very daunting in probably the last couple of years after getting that announcement. You know, it was that beast in the back of your head that uh, this was all coming to an end. Mm. But uh, no, nah, look. You know, I think I've 
on a on a personal growth level, you know. I've gone through that event now, so I'm over the other side and just, you know, I can't say enough how fortunate I am to be in such a great organisation. I guess, uh, yeah, just cutting-edge organisation that takes their safety, you know, to the extreme. One of the, big, one of the biggest trans- transitions you're going to have to come to grips with is you're an outside dude now. Yeah. <laughs> you're not working in the Holden plant. That's you're right. actually outside so, uh, walking around with your helmet on. Yeah, so... Put <laughs> yeah. your sunscreen on, won't you? Sunscreen, yeah. and yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's definitely a massive change in environments, but, uh, you know, change is good as holiday and... Mm. That's what it's all about. The other thing too, uh, Paul, is uh, projects like this actually pushes the uh, the technology that's being used all the time. We were just talking uh, during the break uh, off air that uh, we we think the concrete is about two hundred and fifty that's right mils, mils thick. So and it's got Rio through it, but the machinery that's going to use to be used to actually lay this thing, it's uh, state of the art. And we're always looking for ways to to improve, to innovate, and um, that's ex- exactly right with the. Uh, the project we've got here and people would have seen we talked earlier about the north south corridor um the darlington project we there's some bridges that need to be built there mm-hmm. they actually managed to build those or the first of those bridges was installed built off-site put onto some uh, self-propelled modular transport that was amazing i saw that and it was... over the course of one weekend yeah. gone from off-site to in place and what that means is that there was so much less impact on traffic there would have had to have been repeated closures to get that built on site but Mm. that team was able to do that within the one weekend but i guess there's a not a risk but that was uncharted territory for the project team to do that so they needed to go through a lot of steps to make sure they could do it safely and effectively and great great credit to them that they were able to do that and similarly with the, the concrete i guess here it's not something that's done in south australia um traditionally but uh, for the reasons we talked about before, it's uh, better employment, good economic outcomes, uh, lower maintenance costs going on. Mm. So let's do it and let's, um, yeah, take that step and be the first one to do it and it's great credit to the team. You just mentioned those bridges down down south. I mean, they make television series about these big moves, which I love on, on, on TV, on SBS and so forth. Mm. And here we are doing it in Adelaide. That's that's what struck me about it. I thought, you know, we are, you know, we're, we're leading the pack here, and we were blown away by the response too from people. There were yeah. you know, hundreds of people came out uh, during the course of the weekend to have a look live. Um, we were able to turn around some time lapse uh, photos and video of the the bridge move going in, and the the numbers of people who were interested in commenting on it and looking at that was you know almost unprecedented for us. It was yeah, very very good to see. And um, and you're right, it's you just take a half a step back and go. Wow, we're we're doing this in Adelaide. Yeah, it's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. So a bridge, you know, being moved inch by inch, uh, and, and and there's a bloke walking around with a remote control in his hand, yeah. controlling the, the the vehicle. I mean, that's it's just, just amazing. Yeah, and that's again something that's common, more common overseas. Yeah, um, apparently in Europe, it's um, pretty much how they do it a lot of the time, but not done here. Certainly not done in South Australia. Not done on at this scale within Australia before. So, yeah, they've done it and. Um, yeah, yeah it's good, great good, credit to them. It's fantastic to see. Good stuff. Uh, Tim, back to you. People, are you still looking for uh, employees for the project? Yeah, look, uh, employment's continuing to uh, to ramp up on the project as delivery continues. Um, so, yes, we've, we've got uh, a multitude of roles currently advertised on the Northup website. 
Um, and, and that'll continue really, Alan, until uh, as we as we push into early 2018 with more of our structures delivery coming on uh, online. Uh, so the the answer there is absolutely yes. And uh, I don't necessarily need any uh, formal qualifications in the construction industry. No, not necessarily. We, uh, as as uh, Dion's talked about, he he obviously had a very uh, good range of safety skills uh, in in the automotive industry and. Uh, the skills that, that Dion's brought are, are purely from the automotive industry. So really our objective at North Hub, uh, we've got a dedicated team around training and upskilling and also a, a mentoring system within the teams to really... Uh, they're very committed to um, to upskilling the, the workforce that we bring in, no matter where they come from. Uh, and so the likes of Dion uh, coming onto a, a civil construction worksite it's a new environment for him and there's a lot to learn, uh, but we've got a team that's very, very dedicated to, to that training and upskilling uh, criteria. All right. Thanks, mate. Listen, we'll watch with interest. I can't wait to see all that concrete being laid, all right? I want, I want, I want a tour one day when you get up and running. Absolutely. All right, good on you, mate. <laughs> um, just, just finally, uh, Paul, do you find it frustrating when people complain and moan about the disruption to traffic about these projects? I, no, I understand. It's, <laughs> I get it. It's frustrating and... Yeah, you know, everyone wants to get where they're going as quickly as they can, and we do have a lot going on at the moment. But it's but the big picture stuff. We've got to keep in the, mind, haven't we? That, well, that's the story that we're, or the, the message that we're trying to tell is that it is short-term pain, but there will be some really fantastic long-term gains. And mm. I think you can see that in some of the other projects that have been completed over over the past years. You know, the um, South Road going underneath Anzac Highway, like that caused some disruptions while it was happening but now it's fantastic it helps the flow of traffic through there and it will be the same thing with many of other other projects um torrens rail junctions Mm -hmm. going to be fantastic when that's up and running and park terrace you know you have to wait at that railway crossing so great benefits to the road users there and that that is as i said the message that we're trying to tell with all of our projects that we're doing there will be some great long-term benefits um this Northern Connector is part of a, a broader north-south corridor plan to really get from Gawler down to Port Nolonga. Um, it's part of a big picture. So just be patient with us, bear with us. And that is a big picture. We've got to keep that in mind. That's a huge picture, isn't it, uh, from Gawler all the way down to Port Nolonga. We've got a bit of work to get there yet, but we're but chipping no, away. We're but, chipping away. I'm saying it's a big picture. And it's, it's really it's a great picture. It's, a, yep. it's, it's not just a vision. It's actually a picture that will happen. Yeah, we're working yeah. very hard to make it happen. Great to see. Thanks for coming in uh, today's gents. Uh, uh, Paul Commode from the Department of uh, Planning, Transport and Infrastructure. Uh, Dion, good luck with the new gig, mate. Thank you. All Thank the you best.